Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. We usually record between 3 and 6 p.m. on a Sunday. We do, and we are doing that again. Yep. We are continuing the pattern. So this opening sound song, we heard, I heard in a commercial. You did? Yeah, I forgot what it was for. Do you? I turned you on to it like, hey, that's our opening music. I believe it was in some sort of Instagram thing, maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah. On your phone. Okay. And I came rushing over to hear it. Mm. And I thought to myself, we really hit the big time now. All right. You want to talk about our first sponsor? I didn't know we had any on this episode. No sponsors. Hi, puppy. Here comes our dog busting her way into the podcast studio. You pushed your way through. Tell me about the sponsor. We don't have a sponsor this week. Sorry. Okay. What I did want to talk about is, or are, where have all the prank callers gone? I'm talking the mouth breathers. Uh Where have they gone? It's a lost art. I used to do more prank calls than receive prank calls. But it did go both ways back in my day. And who do you suspect? Called me? Yeah. No clue. A creepy A full-fledged adult? A teen? What are we talking about? I always felt it was an adult. Okay. And who were you prank calling? We would go through a school directory and pick people. Sometimes just the yellow or the white pages. (laughs) And for our younger listeners, what are white pages? Oh, there was this thing called a phone book. (laughs) And it was, you'd use your hands and you'd go through this paper looking for contact information. And it was divided into two sections. White pages and yellow pages. And what was the difference? (laughs) (laughs) The yellow pages were for businesses, Mm -hmm. and the white pages weren't. So just regular old civilians Mm -hmm. living their lives with their contact information Mm -hmm. in print form. Yeah, gone are the days of ripping out a piece to take with you for your notes. Now, I still see people doing that in movies. They'll go up to... A thing called a payphone um, for all you Gen Z listeners out there. Um, And when they they look up someone's by last name alphabetically, they find their information, then they tear that page out of the phone book. Did you ever do that? Yeah. I always felt like, no way, I can't tear this out. What if someone needs this page? One's not going to hurt. I just always thought it might. So I I just never, never tore a page out. I guess we were different. But now we're the same. (laughs) (laughs) We're exactly the same, aren't we? Gross. (laughs) Um, We were watching a movie recently called Licorice Pizza. Now, I'm not a big fan of licorice, but I am a very big fan of pizza. I don't think they even referenced that title. Uh, Slang. And what is that slang for we learned? 
We learned that it's slang for a vinyl album. Because it's black and shiny, and it's like the size of a pizza. For anyone who couldn't put that together. Licorice pizza for <laughs> all you Gen Z listeners out there. It was a wannabe movie. It was a wannabe. It was too nah to Harold and Maude in reverse, mixed with other movies that are wacky that I can't think of. It just felt like a mashup. Oh, yeah, the, you know, hit us over the head with some of the symbolism. And motifs. Yeah. I, it's like, duh. I just got the vibe that it was trying really, really hard. Yeah. And it was succeeding on certain levels. Philip Seymour Hoffman's son is the main character. I was doing a lot of Googling of cast people because it's like Maya Rudolph is married to the director-writer. She's in it. Their kid is in it. Maybe the Heim sisters who are a band. I didn't look that one up because there's three sisters. So I think that might be the actual band. And then Philip Seymour Hoffman's son plays the main character. I hope we see more of him because he was pretty good. Mm. Then again, he was doing his dad. Do you think about it? I didn't even know Philip Seymour Hoffman had children. One, this guy. And he died in his 50s or 40s? I think 40s. And are we saying um, gone too soon? Mm. Or just about right? Too bad there was mental health issues and he OD'd on drugs. Okay. I can't say anything. I just say too bad for that. Too bad. So sad. Too much time on this movie that wasn't even... It just left me going, huh? Huh? Like, come on. It's, Is that happening? Why are we seeing that scene? And how many viewing sessions did it take us to get through it? I believe three. Three is correct. You got the right answer. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on the sound effects. <laughs> uh, which button is it? I have to label these a little bit I think so. better, better. You've um, got all the topics today. Don't I, though? You do. I'm just here for my opinion. Well, here's something Malia said to me the other day, and I'm going to remind her of it, and then hopefully... We can talk and chat all about this topic. And it is, people of a certain age love mini trampolines <laughs> and go. <laughs> I grew up with one in my house. Uh, of the person of a certain age yeah. or the mini trampoline or well, both? I had, I had a, a parent who was really into the mini trampoline, although it's called the mini tramp. Yeah. And it was... Kind of in the early, early 80s. Yeah. And it's a one-person trampoline. Yeah, this one didn't have a handlebar. Sometimes you see someone like holding a bar for safety. Okay. This was just jump at your own risk, <laughs> tight coils. You know, you weren't going flying. This was like you're going to watch TV and do jazzercise or something while you're bouncing. I basically put my butt on it and just bounced my butt up and down. And did that have any medical or physiological yeah you get your lymphatic system going by jumping and what is that system it's going to detoxify you it's made of like lymph nodes mm -hmm. and things and mm -hmm. those are all connected to each other it's good to sweat bounce 
Um, yeah, so we saw this mini tramp like on a recent commercial maybe, or maybe it was a TikTok. And it was just like someone frenetically jumping. And it gave you the flashback city. Yeah, yeah. They're still around. They are never still left, around. maybe. Now, the mini tramp that was in your life, I experienced it too um, yeah. when I would come over and visit the to house. My childhood house. Yes. And the mini tramp was used not as a, was meant to be used, but it was leaning up against a wall with its legs facing out and used as a, um, to hang clothing on. By someone else of a certain age. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't used really in the time you knew it. It was just a hindrance to get inside of a room. Things would fall off of it. You have to put it back on. It would kind of spin because it's leaning up against the wall. It's a very good exercise. I had one in our condo, and then you made me get rid of it. And the reason was? It wasn't used that much. It was too dangerous. I really would like to use it right now. Now, let's look at life through the viewpoint of that particular mini tramp that we're talking about. How many hours of tramping do you think, if you could estimate? The one I had for a brief time? No, the other one that you grew grew up up with, with. yeah. How how long did it get used? How many hours of use over its complete lifetime? Hours, hours. By anybody? And is it still there? I haven't been upstairs. Okay. Um, I don't know. Six hours? Over how many years? Okay, so 40-ish, 40-plus years, six hours total. I would be worried at this point to even try it just because maybe you jump on it and your leg would go right through it or the springs are rusted or something, some kind of dangerous situation. Mini tramps. So here's something. (laughs) As we transition transition to different topics. uh, Which bothers some people, by the way. Explain. Um, Share. Someone told me that we, they would like us to go back and finish conversations we start here. Was we sort of start, get to a middle section maybe, and then just move on? I don't know. It's just how I talk. So I didn't realize I didn't complete thoughts or conversations. Well, I think that if we stop talking about a topic, that means we're done talking about it, don't you? Yeah. Like even if we don't get to a conclusion that maybe the listener is satisfied with, that's where I feel like they can take that baton and run with it and do some research or interact with us uh, on our Instagram page, Mm -hmm. which is save it it for for the the podcast podcast with with periods periods after after each each word, word. except the last word probably. Oh, so it's each word is divided by, a little dot got it yeah i don't know you know i think someone could find it but you were saying what before i interrupted you to talk about how we don't finish conversations what were you saying before that i was saying junk drawers no you were saying something else no i was transitioning from mini tramps to the next topic junk drawers Okay. 
Now, this was just a quick thought you had um, a couple days ago. Mm. And you were saying junk drawers, and I'm quoting, this is an Good, actual quote. Good, because I don't remember. A junk drawer is a drawer devoted to random shit. That seems like an obvious statement. Why did I think you needed to write that down? What else would a junk drawer be? But let's talk, like, what kind of junk could be in a junk drawer? It's a universal thing. Almost everyone you random talk to... Random pieces of stuff. But why do we keep our random stuff because in a drawer? Because we not? don't have enough drawer, different drawers for the different types of things. It's one-offs, and they need to share a home. So... It's a catch-all. It's a great thing. It is. Um, it's the equivalent if you're uh, a, someone who works with spreadsheets. If Not you me. have different columns for different categories, if you can't figure out where to put something, then they always add miscellaneous category on mm-hmm. the last column. And that um, drives a lot of data scientists crazy. But sometimes you need that junk drawer in a database. I can't speak to that, but I do find it fine and and have one junk drawer. One junk thing is it gets a little nutty when that junk drawer becomes a junk room and that spreads to another room and another room. Whoa. That's not my style. May I ask you a question about junk drawers? Sure. When you would visit other people's homes, Mm -hmm. What can you find out about a person by digging through their junk drawer? I did feel like a detective, and I wasn't consciously doing it, but I was probably putting something together. This person likes rubber bands and glitter glue and pennies from 1972. Is that profiling in a way? Um, Looking at their junky possessions? Using your intuition. It's just smart life. Yeah, smartlife.com. That's our new website. But I grew up with a junk drawer in my grandma's house and one in my mom's. It wasn't called that, but I'm calling it that. I think one at my dad's, and we have one. We do? Well, it's the top drawer that's pretty organized in the wine cabinet. But it has... It has dividers. It's been like home edited. (laughs) So for any home edit fans... We went real mild style by just taking one drawer, dividing it into lots of little sections so our drunk drawer is organized. We categorized, we divided, sectionized, put in dividers, and now everything has its own unique place. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic. Here's something I wanted to talk about. See, that puts a nice little stamp on when a topic is done i <laughs> okay. think well, for the, the listeners in control of that but for the okay. listeners right if i get tired of something you're talking about <laughs> i'm just talking <laughs> that's how it's just like sorry you gotta move on mm. um you've heard of taco tuesdays yeah i yeah here's a new idea ah. <laughs> why don't you like new ideas you made um, a noise Go for it. Okay. Fried egg Fridays. Well, I like alliterations, but... Fried egg Fridays. Okay. It's the new Taco Tuesdays. Okay. 
thinking about what we're having tonight to see if it matches. When, what day of the week is it? Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, oh, okay. Sunday. We're having... Enchiladas? Mm-hmm. And elote? Mm-hmm. And escabeche? Biche? Escabeche? Uh, pickled veg. And what does that have to do with my great new it idea? Match. Fried egg Fridays. Fine. Well, fine. We will try it. Friday. Can you just say it a couple times till it sounds good? Fried egg Friday. Fried egg Fridays. Fried egg Fridays. And that could be a hashtag. Friday egg Fridays. We'll post. Maybe we'll post some photos on our Instagram. Okay. So we have five days to get our shit together. Okay. What do you need to fry an egg? I don't even know. I know you need heat and an egg. Pan. A pan. And oil. Do you need a spatula? Yeah. I'm running low on butter. Oh, no. I know. So, um... We're getting close to the end of an episode right now, aren't we? Um, it feels like it. Well, we are. And there was one thing that we came across that we saw and we couldn't really believe. And that was a singing pubic hair on oh a television God. commercial. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was incredible. Like, there were three colors. There was a red hair. <laughs> A dark hair and a blonde hair. And okay. they were animated with eyeballs and feet, and they were dancing. And it was a really long commercial. I mean, a full, it wasn't one of those little blips. It was a long commercial. There was, It was very choreographed, song, and then at the end, it said, Venus products. And for the I longest the time. Line, but it was like Venus, the shaving brand. For a long time, we couldn't figure out. What were they advertising? Because it was just singing and dancing pubic hairs. Yeah. What the heck? There was a lot of dead air in this episode. I'm going to end with that. There was? Yeah. Three times where I was like, <gasps> empty space. I like that. Ooh, it's uncomfortable. Too bad we don't edit this show or else I could just clip that out later. Nope, we don't edit. We don't edit. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we edit our... We did edit, though. We did the home edit type thing. We don't edit the show. Not really. I mean, sometimes I'll pre-edit, like, if I have something to say. And it doesn't happen very often. Maybe it should happen more. And that is, I'll stop myself from saying something before it comes out of my mouth because I'm like, that's kind of stupid, Dan. Mm, mm. So I'm editing before I'm even speaking. Pre-editing, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't work very well because a lot <laughs> of stupid stuff still comes out. Friday, hey, Fridays. So judgy, man. So judgy. If I, I can't judge myself, who can I judge? Self-love Sunday, Dan. Self-love Sunday. Oh, another hashtag. I like it. All right, guys and gals. I got to go make enchiladas. And other non-binary identifying people. We got five seconds left, so thanks for listening. <laughs>